A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. You're about to listen to an interview which our socios enjoyed in full 12 months ago. If you'd like to listen to these exclusive monthly big interviews on the day that they're released, it's time to join us. That means supporting us. It means the price of a pint per month. Go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash Graham Hunter. Go now, join and become a socio. That means you'll get that extra big interview every month and you'll also unlock our entire archive straight away. All for £2.99 a month. It's the best deal in town, baby. And we need you. Hello, socios. New year, new big interview, just for you. This month, it's Roberto Di Matteo, with whom I spent an entertaining couple of hours in London last month. Robbie came to the table ready to talk, and he brought insight, analysis, great stories, and plenty of laughs. The final section is given over to Roberto's coaching career, not least leading Chelsea to Champions League glory against Bayern Munich in 2012. And all of this was recorded just before fate set up another Barca-Chelsea in the Champions League last 16 next month. You'll love Robbie's memory of the last time those clubs clashed. As a manager, you have notable success. MK Dons, West Brom, you're a clear influence, even as assistant manager at Chelsea in the development of the team. You, you get given the opportunity to take over. But in a, a situation which, again, correct me if I'm wrong, which is, has some similarities to the Vicenza moment in that it's, it's mid-season, the result in Napoli, the result against a team which I think played... You know, in the San Paolo Stadium, a game maybe to win, maybe even more firmly, in the first leg, and you take over, and again it feels like everything changes and every single thing, in terms of morale, attitude, crucial goals, um, spirit, winning mentality, seems from then until the end of the season to surge. Now, is that romantic? Is it true? Explain it from the beginning. What did you do? What happened? Well, this one aspect that um, I would like to explain is that even big players or big athletes or top athletes, let's say top athletes, when they, when they certainly don't 
have that kind of success that they used to, they lose confidence like everybody else. And so certainly there was a lack of confidence, you know, at, at that moment of time because the team wasn't, you know, was not doing great in the league, Champions League, okay. I mean, Good until the, the Naples game. Good. Yes, exactly. Uh, you know, qualified and everything. And credit to AVB because he brought the team to that stage. Mm-hmm. Uh, he brought the team to that stage. And so it was just a question of building, you know, you know when you, when you play with the Lego, Lego the, the, the toys, Lego? Lego. Lego yep. toys, yeah. You just put one, one on top of the other and you build a wall. So it was, it was a question of just, you know, next game, try and win it build some confidence up for the game after that the game after that try and win again involve everybody in the group make everybody feel that they are part of the group that they're important for the group which ultimately was probably one of the secrets for success because later on in the, in the season you know we had obviously you know injuries in, uh, suspension and so on so and also making them believe that they had a real opportunity to win it because there wasn't many years left in some of the players in that group because they had been there some of them had been there nine years eight years seven years so for a long long time and it was kind of a generation that had probably had the last chance Mm -hmm. to win something big Mm -hmm. and so that was also a a, an objective for many of them that uh, they were thinking, oh, I, you know, I asked you how many, how many more times do you think you will have an opportunity like this to win this kind of competition? And there were a number of them that probably thought, yeah, this might be the last time that you know I could be involved in something like this. So they helped as well. But it was just trying to build a cohesive team, a group that were, you know. Supporting each other, fighting for each other. It was a very difficult dressing room, Graham. I can tell you. I mean, it was difficult for AVB and me mm-hmm. as an assistant, and it was a difficult dressing room after when I. I'd when suggest I, not because necessarily of bad behaviour, but of intensely strong character. Yeah, Is that I mean, the right? you know, some some of the personalities were very very strong, and also they had been there for many many years. So you know, they obviously acquired uh, uh, some kind of um, maybe they. This is my Pri- club. Privilege, maybe yes, or or um, the or owner power, or power, maybe the owner know. treats some of or them power. differently. Well, I mean that's you know, that's that's a cliche, you know, whether that's true or not. I, I, I can't confirm or deny that. But it's hard to manage because of this this cocktail of intense characters, winners, been there a long time. They feel perhaps a sense of possession and, and how things should be done. That might not be just right for just that moment. Yeah, it was. It was. It wasn't an easy dressing room. I mean, that that was one of the most difficult dressing rooms I've ever experienced as a player and as a manager. Very difficult. But on the other hand, those strong characters helped mm. in those strategic moments. Once you harnessed them yeah. or, or changed their their vista, because I expected to sit here or. One of the things I've noticed about you from playing into management is that your football brain is very good. Some players get given gifted physiques or brilliant lungs or they can just do it without thinking about it. You, I've noticed, and it's, it's clear this isn't flattery, that you, your football brain works very, very well. Therefore, I look to think about you know, the, the turnaround perhaps being about strategy or a change in the team shape or whatever. 
but the whole, yeah, the, as human are, beings, we live to communicate. So yeah. when you communicate as a, as, a, as a leader with a difficult group and the message goes in and they change their performance, that's even more satisfying, yeah, I we think. obviously changed a few things as well, you know, because obviously, not, not that I disagreed uh, with Andrea, I thought that AVB, uh, it, it was an absolute uh, pleasure and I was very lucky to work with AVB because I learned a lot from him mm-hmm. as well uh, in the way he coaches, in the way he prepares games uh, and so on, so... And I, I gave him a lot of credit. And it was a very difficult time for Chelsea at that time because there was this transition period where, you know, there was this generation that was coming to, towards an end of, a, of an era and they needed to be changed. And, and so he, 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 he came to, to London or to Chelsea at a difficult time. Um, and saying that, we changed a little bit yeah, the shape of the team and, you know, included uh, some, some different players and... Made everybody feel important. Uh, Who did you give more game time to? Well, probably, you know, Salomon Kalou maybe wasn't as much involved uh, before. Um, Ryan Bertrand. Um, but a, a bit everybody, because at the end of the day, we were playing so many games, you know, every three days. So made a few changes, rotated the, the team around. And everybody, you know, you can name it, I mean... It's very unusual for any Italian team to win 3-1 and go away and then get knocked out of Europe, particularly if they uh, include players like Maggio, for example, Cannavaro, the younger, Hamsik, Inler, Cavani, Lavezzi, coached by Walter Mazzari. When, in 105 minutes, Ivanovic gets the winner, is the joy of the cup final goal against Middlesbrough or the Ivanovic winner greater if you wait back in your mind for you well two different kind of happiness if I may say but certainly it was a delirium in my head because <laughs> not only not only you know it did it allow us to go uh, further in that competition but I also knew that it would help to <laughs> to manage this group of players mm. the, further you know mm. A little bit easier because you know getting knocked out uh, would have meant that it was it was going to be very very difficult. So mm, keeping the the dream alive, knowing that you have a chance, believing that you can do it because that game really gave us the belief. You know, turning a three-one deficit around against Napoli at home gave us so much belief that we were on the right track. And then Benfica, you went away and and again I'm I'm now because of time not talking so much about the tactics and the strategy but I think people forget because of the drama of the next three games that when um, Javi Garcia scores with five minutes left one oh, more one, goal they needed one goal yeah. one more those are fu- I mean in the end Mireles oh what a goal what a goal hit it boy that's a Di Matteo strike you've just seen there what a goal did he score but for those five and a half minutes yeah, yeah, it was a little bit tense. <laughs> you, did, you didn't leave the stadium and walk down full and Broadway again. No, no. no, but it was you know. But you expected, you know, when when you're in a so the quarterfinal when you're involved, they're only good teams, and you expected to to go to the last wire unless you know you you can win a, one of the legs, um, two, three, four, or even even the three nil or the four nil. You know, as, as history shows us, in sometimes not sometimes enough. sometimes. So you expect to be to have a tense game, but you know we scored early and. Um, and then they were reduced to 10 men. But when he came up and scored the equaliser, uh, I was very happy for Raul to, <laughs> to score that second goal. And 
won a goal he scored as well. The, the one I want to pick your brain about a little is the next game at the bridge where you beat Barcelona 1-0. And I remember when we talked on the phone, you kind of gave it a little, a little smile or a little laugh when I mentioned just before the goal is scored, Lampard robs Messi. And I'd seen Xavi being targeted by Mourinho's Madrid when Xavi was the strength and was at his peak still. And Mourinho's Madrid said, OK, let's try and turn the strength into a weakness. Let's target him and see if we go two on or three on and we press, we press and press. One time we'll rob him. And when Mourinho won some of those classical battles, that worked. So I'm asking you straight because you're a very straight talker. Was it complete fluke that when Messi drops deep at the bridge and is trying a little flick in the wrong area, almost in the organising midfielder player role, because he's so deep, and Frank robs the ball and the goal comes from it. Practiced, strategy, videos, pure luck. <laughs> Which? Well, it was a good execution of a strategy. Um, we, I, you know, I, I looked at, I watched, I don't know, 10 videos probably uh, of Barcelona against all sorts of opposition uh, with all different strategies you know teams playing all over the pitch man man marking man to man marking people or oppositions playing uh, with a man mark against Messi opposition defending deep in their own like half of the last 35 yards opposition pressing high uh, in the middle so I, I watched it all and you know what the ultimate result was of those games they all lost they all lost, you know, Barcelona won all of those games, so you're in the office and you're scratching your head, you're your stuff and you're thinking, bloody hell, so what are we going to do? So obviously, you know, Messi is not a, a normal player, you know, he's an no. exceptional player, so mm-hmm. you need to you need to have a strategy to minimise his impact on the game, so we knew he was playing in that area of the, of the pitch, so we congested that area there and we said, look, you know, whenever possible, we need to double up, because... Yeah, he was involved in 75% or 76% of the goals of Barcelona. The ones they scored plus the assists. So, so we need to do that. And the other one was that whenever we recover the ball, Alves is going to be up the pitch. Mm-hmm. So I said, whenever we can, let's exploit the left, their right side, our, our left side mm-hmm. or their right side. Mm-hmm. Let's exploit it because there's going to be space. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly how the goal... Uh, developed, you know, Frank uh, recovered the ball, Ramirez went down the left, crossed it in and dropped by Scott. Ramirez becomes an extraordinary player over those two games in terms of just about everything he does is not just right, he's brilliant genuinely before we leave the bridge I I mean again I'm, I'm on a theme here which you've knocked away a couple of times but how many times in your life as a coach or a manager have you had so many lives? Because as well as Chelsea play, mm. Barcelona make chance after chance after chance after chance. And at the, at the oh, new camp? At, at, no, 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 at the bridge. At the bridge. Yeah, they had a few chances. <laughs> they had a few chances. Now, your team plays well. It's organised. Some of the things are cleared off the line. Some of them are safe. But they also conjure up lots of ways to hit the woodwork or miss. It's a really, as good as Chelsea are, and as much as they deserve to go through over the well, two games, know, play, that was something strange that night. Well, it's strange. You, you, you can, you can minimise, you cannot completely cancel or stop um, the, oppos- uh, Barcelona, the Barcelona team uh, uh, completely. So 
we knew that they were going to have, we, we all knew that they were going to have some chances then. And, you know, s- s- a little bit of that is that maybe on the day they maybe, you know, would hit the, the post or they would maybe mishit it and it would go wide. But it was impossible against that team to not concede any chances. Mm-hmm. No, it was just impossible. So you go um, to the camp now with a full expectation that with a team as good as yours and characters as good as yours, that 1-0 is a position that you, you can win from, you can go through. Yeah, but we knew that it wasn't enough because I mean, as a player we experienced... I experienced, you experienced. I experienced winning at home against Barcelona 3-1 and then going to the new camp and getting... Uh, hammered. That was an early Champions League experience for, for Chelsea. Maybe yeah, even but, the know, first. But the learning difference between those two games where for 80% of the game... Chelsea matches that Van Hal Barcelona at least matches it to this game where the mentality's changed, the experience has changed, mm-hmm. the, the the winners, the tough guys who are difficult to control but can also go and win you things. That's changed in your favour too. And and then John kicked somebody. I didn't even see it because I was looking at <laughs> what was happening <laughs> on the pitch. So <laughs> suddenly Alexis Sanchez is on the floor and, and what happened, what happened, what happened? So you see the red card. And mm. it's what we, at that point, we won it down. Mm. And, and you're thinking, okay, and you're thinking, okay, one nil down, down to 10 men, well, we could get seven here, you know? Mm. But there was such a great reaction. Mm. There was such a great reaction by the team. I mean, Obviously, they, they then scored, I think they scored, what, four, 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 five minutes after that? They scored the second goal, and you think, oh... Comes they, to Iniesta, it's a nice pass to... Yeah. The, there's the hold, hold, On the hold, left, the yeah. release to Iniesta. Yeah. He slides it perfectly. Slides it in, yeah, 2-0. It looks kind of clinical. It looks... It, the imagined, imagination tells you, well, that's ten men, Passer on the rise, they're going to do everything right, and therefore it could be 2-3. Uh, and, and, and that's a false picture. And you think, oh, but then after that goal, there was the great, I mean, not, not just after, after sending off, there was a great reaction, but, you know, so we can see the second goal. And by that time you think, oh, you know, might be a little bit of trouble here. But there was such a great belief within that team, that group, the players, that there was a never die mm. attitude. And then, you know, Frank Lampard reversed pass into Ramirez, who was, by then was playing right back. But Iniesta, he was playing right back. To win then. the ball, you know, when, when, when Iniesta comes into a bad position at centre-forward and Piquet's going off and the balance is all wrong, when you win, the, the speed of thought, and you talked about automiz, automatismos, doing things automatically as the controlling player. When the ball is won, so brilliantly and it's moved immediately to Ramirez who sees a channel and runs but about six seconds before he gives the ball to Lampard he knows he's playing a one-two it's yeah, yeah. It's, it was beauty in motion it was yes. phenomenal that move yeah I mean the pass of Lamps of, of Frank was incredible I mean, genius it was a reverse pass into the path of, of Ramirez and also I mean who would have expected Ramirez to chip the goalkeeper I mean that, you know it's that he's normally not that sort of player that, Do you like golf it, it was it was a master's it, it was an incre- out I mean, of the from bunker. outside the box he chipped the goalkeeper and then you're 2-1 and it's like oh game mm. on here we go so half time it's like oh, oh there's a lot of you know going on because we're down to 10 men and so on and um, so I said guys you know 
Do you know which team is in the final right now? So it's you, it's us. I said, so we just have to hold out 45 minutes. <laughs> no, it wasn't just like that, but more or less, you know, that was the, the mindset, you know, we, you know, we need to play 45 minutes, it's going to be hard, yeah, we know that, you know, made a few tactical adjustments, obviously, because we were down to 10 men, and, and you know, obviously, they missed the penalty, but... A little bit of you talked about justice up there. It probably wasn't a penalty, I think. It, it was, was 50-50. It was harsh, but it was, you know, the, the referee gave it at the end. It was harsh, but the referee gave it at the end. And Did you practice it's not our, penalties? It's, it's our fault that they missed it, by the way, you know. Because he's never scored against Chelsea. He's never it's Czech. Yeah. Did, did, did you do video? Did, did uh, Czech have... Peter Czech is, the, is, is a, the true professional that you, you can have, I mean... Not just in that game, but in a, before every game, he would he would prepare himself with videos of the opposition's player that would play the free kicks, the, the the corner kicks, the penalties. So you know he would prepare himself. You know, with the goalkeeping coach, we we you know the team was very well prepared in mm. every attention. I mean, we had a lot of attention to details mm. in every sense of the way. But you know uh, they missed it. You know it's uh, the the onus is obviously on the player. He's got everything to lose, and the keepers everything to win. And it was it's not our fault. And as and as Dennis rightly still claims the assist. It, <laughs> no, no, it's, I think you've been brutal about him. So <laughs> <laughs> can I say then that the modern Dennis Wise is is Ashley Cole because that's one of the finest. Long passes that I've ever seen. <laughs> now you have to admit that that was that was, planned. was well rehearsed training. <laughs> exactly. You, we could see it, and even from high up in the camp, that we could see Ashley going, "All yours, uh, Nino." But you know what? There was, you know, on the bench. I'm telling you, in the second half on the bench, there was a sense of we're not going to concede. Mm. You know, they were coming you know, wave after wave, mm. but we, you know, we were so well organized, and there was such a commitment and. Also togetherness, and of course it's impossible to keep them on bay, and especially with you know the come no with a man less. But yeah. the sense of the bench was, we're not going to concede here. You know, they they have to work really hard to to score a goal here. We're not going to, you know, it just felt really comfortable and not comfortable. We felt we felt good. We felt mm. confident, mm. and the time was like passing by, passing by, and. Then uh, Fernando Torres turned up and, Fernando Torres and finished, finished it off. What he used to do for Atleti at the camp now, he always used to go there, bully Puyol, he dances around Valdez, it's 2-2 and, and I, I don't know, can you, can you remember what you did, what it felt like? Because at that stage, you're through. I, I, I was jumping like a, again like a, a madman, I was jumping up and down the, I think the sideline, I, I, I was, I think I was, I don't know, I was jumping. I was happy. But it was sweet. Oh, it was very sweet. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. 
So we, we finished with um, literally one of the most incredible... I, I was reporting in 99, the end of the treble for Manchester United. I thought, OK, that's, that's a bit of a night. That's quite dramatic. Istanbul, you kind of think, well, is that more? 3-0 down and then you win and Tudek does what he does and this is at least in there. You, you, you go to Munich off the back of some difficult domestic results, Newcastle, Liverpool. There's John Terry's um, suspension. He wasn't the only one. We had four players mm. suspended, you know, because after the semi-final we had uh, Ivanovic suspended. John Terry, uh, Raul Mare- uh, Mareles, and uh, Ramirez. And you have a full-back issue right until, I don't know, maybe the morning of the game, about deciding whether or not to trust Ryan Bertrand. <laughs> oh, we had so many issues, Graham. I don't, I don't know. We have, I don't think we have enough time to talk about all the issues. No, we had David Luiz and Graham and, um, and, and uh, Kale, Gary Kale. They were injured. They were injured like before... Uh, four or five weeks before the final, they got injured. So they were like um, in doubt if they were going to make the final. Uh, so we didn't know till the the morning of the game, uh, you know, whether they you know they could make it, uh, they could play or not. And because obviously Ivanovic was suspended, John Terry was suspended, so we kind of uh, I kind of prepared two two teams. You know, one if. You know, those two players could play and were available. And one, if they couldn't play, then we would play in this way. So it was presumably if they don't play, Oriol Romeo maybe gets a game in midfield and somebody drops back into centre defence. And well, we were we were numbered because obviously the full suspension. Then everybody else was you know involved. I mean, uh, there weren't many players left. <laughs> and I, you know, you amongst your many languages is German, and and other people made a fuss of. The fantastic Tifo, mm-hmm. because the final for anybody who's been on Mars since then is at Bayern Munich Stadium. Your uh, Allianz. Your your rival is a very little known team called Bayern Munich. Now Tifo is the fan display, which we don't do so much in this country, but is very big in the continent. And it says Unser Stad on Unser Stad Unser Pokal Unser Pokal, which for anybody who doesn't speak German says our stadium, <laughs> our city. Our, our trophy. Our trophy. Yeah. Did did that help anybody at all in your team? No, obviously I, I saw it and understood it. And it, it was a home game from there. They were playing the stadiums, obviously. They had their dressing room and, you know, it was. Even though, you know, half of the stadium was, you know, blue yeah, and with Chelsea supporters. Yeah, but it, it felt a little bit like a home game for them. Did? It did. Yeah. yeah. So... So what do, you, what do you tell the team before they go out that, that's, that's different from... You know, do your best, lads. I said, lovely boys, go out and enjoy yourself. <laughs> You're a very brave man. <laughs> Thank you, Rude Hewlett. No, Thank you, Windsor so, Davis. Well, you know, that's, you know, again, we had, we, had a, we had a good week leading up to the, to the final to mm. prepare the game because obviously, you know, we had these two defenders that couldn't really, they trained a little bit, not fully till maybe today. It was... And I was trying to find, you know, the right balance for the team because obviously Ramirez was suspended, uh, Roa Mireles was suspended. So I was trying on the left side, you know, how to play on the left side in front of Ashley Cole mm. and to see what, what's best uh, for the team and so on. So it was, quite a, it was quite a good week leading up to the final. We knew there were, you know, probably Bayern was the favourite because 
the way they got to the final and they were playing, you know, we were playing the Allianz Arena. I don't think they had a major absence, were, maybe one. So they were. Uh, I think they had a couple. No, they had a couple as well, two or, two or three maybe. They're not far from full strength. They're, they're close yeah, to full strength. Three, you know, it's Neuer. But they won, they won the, I think they won the, the German title. The titles and, at the site, yeah. And they play Neuer, Boateng, Lamb, uh, Contento, Ribery, Schweinsteiger, Cruz. Timo Schuch, who's one hell of a footballer, Arjun Robin, Thomas Muller, Mario Gomez is their starting lineup, which is not bad. Jupp yeah, Hank is, is going to go on and win them the treble. It's it's really even until um, Muller scores with that. That goal that must have been horrible to watch because although the technique is good as he heads it down, mm. he gets a little bit more space and room than he might have wanted, and it goes down and up in front of mm. you. A very tall, very good goalkeeper, and you kind of think, even though that's difficult, you kind of think. Maybe a touch, and it goes into the roof of the net, and there is how long left? Seven, eight minutes left? I can't remember. Oh, yeah. He scores in eighty-three. Yeah, even less. Yeah. And at that point, there's nothing a manager can do, right? Or, or is there? Well, I think I uh, I, I put uh, Torres on, didn't I? You did. I put Torres on, and uh, and yeah, I mean, you you there's not much time left, uh, so you, you try not to concede the second and to try to equalise. And the set piece obviously was was a good chance for us, you know, with the players. So Torres wins the set piece. Torres, it's a, it's he a wins corner. The corner yeah. Torres he wins, wins the corner. The right side he wins the now, corner. Mata takes it. Mata takes it. So it's really a Spanish victory, the, the, I, <laughs> without being Absolutely. rude. Absolutely. I've heard about this talked about so many but times. You know what's funny again, or what's strange about it is that when they scored, you know, and that was quite late on in the game as well. There was never the feeling that we would lose the game. I just never felt that we were going to lose the game. Mm-hmm. I just that, that was the confidence that I had with the for the with the players and and the group. And I never felt oh, this is not this is this is not over. You know, it's not gone. Yeah, it's not over yet. And so it turns up. You're going to be proven right, but but yeah, nobody. When knows. The, when the header got, that was the feeling. I I've seen a header that made me more happy because. Aberdeen win the Cup Winners' Cup, my team against Real Madrid, wow. thanks to John Hewitt's header in extra time. So that's the header that made me happiest in my life. But I'll say to you now, and I'll say to anybody again, I won't change this, that's the best header I've ever seen. Mata's corner, there's a crowd of players. He's going the wrong way. It comes off his head as if it's rocket-powered. He's very good in the air. He's very big. He likes scoring header goals. OK, I've never seen a headed goal like that in my life. It, it shouldn't have been possible. The, the direction and velocity at that stage of a, <laughs> a match, it's, it's my most incredible headed goal I've ever seen in my life. Well, it was pretty important, I would say. It was very important, yeah. <laughs> yes. But technically? Yeah, technically very good. I mean, you know, did, you know with, with Didier Drogba, you knew as a manager and the team knew that if Didier was on the pitch the chances or the percentage of winning was much higher than when he was hmm. you know with him so that was the kind of player he was and you know it was supposed to be him but he was a great header I mean you know the power that he put on the header was incredible I love against face. Neuer as well against Neuer it was supposed to be him that's the first time spirituality has entered into this conversation I, I like that because I was fishing for that and therefore it means that it was meant too that Didier would give away a, a penalty 
know, where it wasn't even a foul. It, it was, it was. Why they? What they, the hell? I think they, they, they catch him a little bit. Yeah, but I mean, he wasn't even trying to make a foul. No, he just kind of went like, yeah, I, I think it was like that. a schoolboy trick. I'll trip him up in the corridor. And yeah, I don't know whether it was tiredness or whatever it was, but it, it probably, you know, it, it probably was a penalty. You know, it sure. did. It, it did. They catch sure, it him was. And, Actually, he had to go. He, he had to get off. He had to come off. Uh, and it, it's, it's hard to understand because he lies there. Think, no extra time. No penalty. No. But now, what you're going to tell me is because Peter Cech's so good, and because things were meant, you knew he was going to save it, right? Or 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 what? Well, Peter Cech did his homework in that game as well. Mm-hmm. He did his homework. He knew, you know, the penalty take as well because obviously, this kind of games can go obviously to extra time a penalty. So. You know, we prepared the game very well, and he was very well prepared. And of course, you know, it, it's 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 a bit of a lottery penalty, you know, not just in the game but after as well. So, when it goes to that lottery, how do you control it? Because I've seen, I've been fortunate with Spain. I've seen people saying, "Right, I want to take one, rip up the order. The order is important." I've seen Cesc changing his mind in the middle of a penalty, and I've seen Iker Casillas saying, "Leave me alone. Don't tell me anything about it." But, so, did you choose your list beforehand? How did you choose it? Do you care that Fernando no, no, Torres no, no, was very no, annoyed no. that you, he didn't you, get you one? Know, you know, Graham, you know which one are the penalty, you know, which one are the better penalty takes, you know them, because they take them during the season, but also, you know, in training and watch, we, 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 uh, we practice them as well, you know, in the, in the week leading up to it. You can never replicate the exact tension that you will have or pressure no. that you will find. Uh, in, in, in the penalty shootout but you do practice them and you know as a manager which one that you know you can probably rely on to be a little bit less nervous because everybody will be nervous but less nervous in those circumstances um, so I, um, I I left Juan Mata on the pitch because I thought he was going to be a penalty take and I'm thinking he was he was you know he was really he, he was kind of Half limping and he's, he's, he was. He I, I interviewed him in the dressing room he, afterwards with a cup, he and he couldn't walk couldn't down the walk, stairs. Yeah. Could not bend his legs. I mean, literally couldn't walk. And yeah. you know, and, I, and, and I'm thinking, oh, but you know, there was seven, eight, nine, ten minutes left. No, there was more than that. But you're thinking, oh, we need him. You know, he's a penalty taker. There weren't many, many left. So you leave him on the pitch, and then you get to go. You know, you do your list and your order and. So you want to have obviously you want to have a good start, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay, Juan Mata, you take the first one, and then it was kind of okay. Did I want to take the fifth? Okay, Frank. I think Frank wanted to take maybe a different one, and then he said, "No, I want to take number so and so." And you listen to that because you it, give you give room to yeah yeah yeah. yeah I like that. You, I like you, that. You listen to that because it means they are comfortable to take the first one. Mm-hmm. They are comfortable or confident to take the second one, the mm-hmm. third one, and then it's a little bit of. Like a bit of preparation, a bit of coolness, um, whatever you want to call it, experience. You know, they've been in the final before, some of those Chelsea players. And going to penalties. They, uh, penalties, they lost in penalties. So a bit of everything, I guess. There's, there's, there are a lot of factors that um, are probably involved in, 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 in then winning the, the penalty shootout. So you've influenced the, the, the win in that moment by listening, which is something that not all people are willing to do particularly under pressure and therefore you know as we finish special credit it never gets talked about David Luiz because you know Juan has missed Lama scored Gomez has scored Luiz has only just made the match because of his injury problems yeah we didn't know whether he was going to last the match either and his penalty it was amazing almost takes the net off I mean I like that 
Right? And that's a signal to everybody else, I guess. Lamps, I was nervous for him because I know him and I like him, but you kind of thought he's going to score. Ashley? I, I had a really good connection with Ashley. And um, he, I thought, didn't have any doubt. For sure. I, I didn't have any doubt with him. Broad Spiney. Bayern Munich through and through. Grows up there. Misses. Puts his jersey over his head. And I'll watch your, your night in shining armour. One of the guys who I, I'd guess caused you to say it was a difficult dressing room because today it can be brilliant and difficult. It wasn't difficult. It was yeah, well, it wasn't easy, but it wasn't. It didn't create me any problems. But he, he he's, he's, he wasn't easy. But he's, he's a great, great man. Before football, he's a great man. And this is what I appreciate about when I when I today that I'm a coach or manager. That's what I appreciate a lot. I look at the person first because mm-hmm. first and foremost we are mm-hmm. all people. Thank you. Yeah. And and then I look at the, at the football player. So I try to work with people that are humble, the people that have ambition, motivation, uh, and they have a, a spirit of uh, unity or togetherness because it's a team sport football. And he scores more importantly than anything scores else. Very important goals as well. Last kick of. I bought of his career for Chelsea, it seemed at the time. And, and, and the lift, and you go up and you embrace the owner, and I don't know, as a coach, it's, it's a moment you already know, maybe I'll never get better than this. But, you know, you talked about the cost of high pressure. I'm showing a very nice picture to Roberto of him as the manager being interviewed after the game mm-hmm. with, I think, your eldest son. It's my uh, no middle son. I middle have two son. daughters and one son. Gazing up at you with a with a look that must be worth more than the Champions League itself. Is it is it stupid to ask you to sum up the the sense of achievement, the emotions, the confusion, the any tears? Uh, Probably. Yes. Oh yes, a lot of tears. Well, I had friends. You know, I, I'm emotional now. You know, because I had all my family there. My father was there. Had friends from Schaffhausen there, so a lot of my mother unfortunately wasn't there. But I had a lot of people uh, that were very important in my life yeah. uh, in in the stadium and after at the party as well. But uh, friends from Italy and so on. So and in the dressing room, you know, Ruth came into the dressing room. Oh. With, you know, he was there. We have pictures in the dressing room, and he was kind of sitting there and big dressing room for the coaches, well for the players and for the coaches. Kind of thinking, how, what the hell happened last year? You know, you, a lot of people said to me when I started, and when I went back as an assistant coach with ABB, they said, oh, "What are you doing? You're a manager. You know, you, you, you've already been a proven manager in Premier League." And and I, I, because I think differently to a lot of people, I thought this is, you know, I don't. A lot of people said this is a step back for you. Why are you doing this? I saw it as a step forward, a step for me to improve, a step to me to come out of a, a bubble again mm-hmm. and work with some of the youngest, brightest mm-hmm. managers there were in European football. You know, he just came from Porto winning four trophies in one year, which I don't think ever had people forget that. before them, people forget before that. him. Yeah. And so we had, a, you know, we had a great relationship, a fantastic relationship, and I would have never thought that, you know. I would have stayed after that. It was, it was a kind of okay. Well, yes, I, I, I finished the season off. I know, and what happened after it was hard work. But nobody could have expected at the beginning of the season 
how the last 12 months developed to be. And so, you know, and, and, and such is life. As, as good as it can be, or as bad as it can be sometimes, as good as it can be in, in other times. And it was a great year. Hopefully you enjoyed that big interview, which was first released as an exclusive to our socios 12 months ago. If you'd like to get these interviews on the first day that they're available, it's time for you to join us to become a socio. And for only £2.99 a month, you will get an exclusive big interview plus regular mini documentaries, not only all ad free, but all featuring me and bringing you interesting, funny and sometimes scandalous things from Spanish football. Go to patreon.com forward slash Graham Hunter to unlock our entire archive. That means that once you join, you will have a treasure trove of interviews with funny, elite, interesting, revelatory top class footballers. By joining us, you will help support this independent podcast. You will help to keep us on the road interviewing people and sending that content for your delectation. If you go to the gym, you'll be slimmer. If you've got a dog, he or she will thank you. If you've got a TV, you can turn it off and listen to this instead. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.